Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing a podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Well, we would like to welcome you to another episode of... Roots. The Unseen Life. Is that not true, Jennifer? It's good. What accent is this today, Dwayne? Oh, I'm not quite sure. I just, um, like many of Been you... Been playing dress up with your voice Some recently. of you might know that I recently was um, ill for a period of time. And for a spell. That, for a spell. And in that, I ended up watching a lot of BBC. <laughs> the BBC, the British Broadcasting Company. And from that, I've been able to really expand my, how you say, ability to communicate. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. I've been richly blessed. You, you sound more intelligent. I like it. <laughs> and um, sorry, I really apologize if I'm. I have a, what um, some would refer to as a little bit of an asthmatic activity in my lungs. Uh huh. So I'm going to do my best to cover the mic, cough away. But uh, we want to welcome you guys. Great to be jumping in and uh, with you guys. And are you enjoying the podcast? I'm loving the co- Me podcast. Too. Me too. It. it can I answer a little bit more or you just want a one word answer? For well, me? I was going me too, me too. And I paused. Okay. There it is. Um, I like it because it just feels like we just get to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's so much inside of us that I forget is inside of us until we start talking. And then it's like, Oh wow. God's done stuff in our life. Yeah. I mean, we've been, you know, aggressively following the Lord. Um, for a in, good six months <laughs> in ministry for over 30 years uh-huh. you know and it's just in it's um and we're both uh even as we we're talking this morning fairly intense individuals in our pursuit and our, <laughs> yeah. our love for god but also just we are intense and so you know one thing i i value is cultivating a love for the word and so we've we've endeavored to have a love for the word of all our lives and then also just a lot of experience and mm-hmm. um and I would say that, I mean, you know, 2020, you know, it, we, I feel like I say it all the time, but it was a, a truly uh, interesting year, transition year, um, uprooting. There's so many crushing, words, crushing, breaking, disruption. I mean, so many words. And so, you know, I feel like, <coughs> okay, excuse me. I feel like an, an important, um, you know, chapter for our home, specifically you and I was Hebrews 12. Yeah. But even at Upper Room Denver, um, I, it's, I've, I've mentioned it more than once. Right. And uh, I just feel like it's an important chapter. But um, so today we're going to talk about that race of faith that the, you know, God's ways and, and what is God after. And I, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that for the sincere, mm-hmm. this these first verses that we're going to look at, I believe are extremely helpful yeah. to understand your journey. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I was pausing for you to talk. No, you're good. No, that's it. Well, it's, <clears throat> you got a Bible. I would actually really encourage you. Um, if you're driving down the road, don't get your Bible out. No, no, but, no. um, you know, this, 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 so, uh, again, we don't know exactly, um, who wrote it. So you're going to hear me and Jennifer say the writer said, um, we don't know exactly who, <coughs> who wrote the book. But um, unbelievable theology, just so full of, of depth. And so let's just jump in. Verse 1. Jennifer, would you please read verse 1? I'd love to, Dwayne. If you want to. Okay. Therefore. Now, whenever it says therefore, you need to know why it's therefore. 
So it refers to Hebrews 11, uh -huh. which is the heroes of the faith. Yes. Okay, so that's important to know. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I love that verse. Yeah, I me mean, too. just just first off, um, you know, who who what does the cloud of witnesses and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. I don't know if we can be, you know, concrete, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. There's a part of me where I feel like the heroes of the faith really are standing in that place of championing us, uh -huh. fighting, contending, yeah. believing for our destinies. And, and it's just, you know, I have these, these, um, memories with our kids mm -hmm. where, you know, I used to coach them in, in soccer, all the kids and just that so involved almost to the extreme. Sometimes I did get corrected by the football coach of my children. I was getting too involved, but just that, <laughs> but that, <laughs> that'll the, be another podcast, but the cloud of witnesses that there are people who have walked our journey yeah, and they are now contending for generations to continue in the ways that they walked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's powerful. It is. And yeah, I, I just, I, and I love Hebrews 11 and because totally. they're, they're so human. <coughs> yeah. I mean, they did do incredible things, but you really yeah. see the inner working of their struggle. And at, at times I'm like, the Lord, why are you calling that person a man of faith? I mean, well, why are you saying that? Absolutely. You know, she laughed when she mm -hmm. heard the word of the Lord. You know what I mean? Wow. Stuff like yeah, that. Totally. But it encourages me that my journey is real and my faith is real. Mm -hmm. And and so these great cloud of witnesses, they're human. Yes. They made mistakes. And God in his mercy and grace has his divine editing process. Yes. And he recaps their life by hitting the high points. Yeah. We read the low points, but the recapping of the heroes of faith is, is just the high points. Yeah. And I love that. Anyway, so yeah, since we're surrounded by them, you know, we need to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily entangles us. I think there's something about recognizing that we have an ability to sin and it's easy to do so. Mm -hmm. And so it takes spiritual violence or effort and focus to not be ensnared and to be watchful over our journey with the Lord, to be watchful over our heart, to be watchful over our steps, not to live in fear and paranoia, not the old school, you're going to fall away. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about tightrope Christianity. I'm talking but, about so I can be unhindered. But there is that... Um aggressive posture yes to, to to actually 180 walk away from sin. yes yes and then you know exactly what is the writer saying lay aside every weight mm -hmm. but i i you know what we're going to even talk about a little bit of today is the issues in our soul yeah our wrong thinking about uh -huh. god ourselves our yep. relationships there's those things that are hindering us mm -hmm. The, the truths of God that we have not yet come into, mm -hmm. those those lies are actually heavy weights that are are, are inhibiting us from right. running this race. And right. so I think it's clear thinking. Mm -hmm. It's it's truth being mm -hmm. the foundation that we build our lives upon. Yes. And, and I mean, I don't want to break it down so much so we don't get to where we want to get to, but I can't skip this. And let us run with endurance <coughs> the race that is marked out for us. Endurance. 
there's that word again. Yes. And we don't escape it. Mm-mm. And if it were easy, you wouldn't need to endure it. No yeah. one tells me to press through my cheesecake. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> it's not like, come on, girl, take another bite. You got this. Mm-hmm. I can down a piece of cheesecake pretty good. Yeah. And so there's something about the difficulty implied in the word endurance. Yeah. And to stay steady, to stay faithful, to stay diligent um, on the race. That here in this version it says that is set before us. In other versions it says race marked out for us. I like that better personally because I imagine it's a tailor-made lane for me designed for me to have victory in, mm-hmm. designed for me to win enough ups and downs and twists and turns that my frame can endure it, yep. can overcome it. Absolutely. So my race is going to be different than someone else's race. And the implication is to stay steady in my lane, mm-hmm. not look over to the right or the left and jump in my neighbor's lane because it looks more exciting, yep. but to stay in the race that the Lord has marked out for me. I think that's so critical. And to find gratitude in that mm-hmm. and a place of rest and safety of, hey, I can do this. This is my race. Yep. This is my lane. And I want to endure. And I think for me, um, you know, most of our personalities are, are, are we, we approach them in more of a sprint. You mean just you and I are humanity? Humanity. Uh-huh. I mean, we want to get it over. We want to finish. Sure. We want to get the, we want to get the, the participant badge. I mean, we want all that stuff. I'm all about the blue ribbon, mm-hmm. baby. And so for me, endurance, it implies there's a, a more, you know, um, you and I have heard this for a long time, but that idea, it's more of a marathon yeah. than it is a sprint. Yeah. And to have that. And then the next phrase, looking unto Jesus, yes. the author and finisher of our faith. I believe that I remember when that phrase captured me. Yeah. And it was in a season where I was being stirred and awakened to actually having passion for God. Right. And because I'd been raised more in a little bit more of a religious environment where it was more do's and don'ts. And when I, when the Holy Spirit brought me into a season of looking unto the beauty of Jesus, it was transformative. Yes. And I believe it's essential in our faith that it's, it's we are wanting to be a people captivated mm-hmm. by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then in the study and the pursuit of him, we get we get an awe of the incarnation. Yeah. You know, the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus. All of these things, I think, fuel your appetite for a deep spiritual life. Yeah. And so for me, I, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. The author and finisher of our faith. And so what he began in you, he is he's committed to finishing it you know who for the joy set before him endured the cross despising its shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god it's powerful so that joy that was set before him and i believe that was the totality of the inheritance that the father is going to was going to give him or has given him now mm-hmm. i believe um you know down to um he knew my name yeah. on the cross yeah. and the power of that. And so he endured that. He went through this. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and the, the beauty of him enduring this as the one who was there at creation. Uh-huh. Like what? Totally. This is God. Yeah. This is God. And so he, he even allowed himself to be subject to, 
to the ones that he created. He allowed himself to be subject to their cruelty, uh -huh. to their whipping. To I mean, he could have he could have stopped at any given moment. He yeah. did. He didn't have to endure this, but he did endure it for the joy set before him, for the prize that was before him, which is that he would receive the reward of his suffering. Yeah. And uh, it's so easy to skip past that. <coughs> this is God we're yeah. talking about. Like uh, mind blowing mic drop God. I mean, it's the incarnation. Yeah. It's God becoming a man and it's... Um... And, and the fact that... <sighs> So we're supposed to consider him. Some versions say look to him. Others say consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart in your struggle against sin. So, so that's. What is that? So, so we're looking unto him. Mm -hmm. And then the writer says who endured such hostility mm -hmm. from sinners against him. Mm -hmm. And so I think he's highlighting the challenging dying death mm -hmm. that Jesus took. Right at the hands of those who hated him. Yeah. Lest, so what does that mean now? Lest you become weary and uh -huh. discouraged in your soul. Well, I go, wait a second. My trial is nothing compared to what Jesus endured. Yeah. Like, oh, I misunderstood. Oh, I mistreated. God stripped naked, beaten, humiliated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> but even going off what we were talking about this morning, like, because there are those more trivial things, yeah. But then there are those truly life-altering, painful experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I think even in the depths of the life-altering, painful encounter, or, or you know, whatever you know, whatever has taken place, he the writer is saying, "Do not become weary and discouraged in your soul." Yes. And I, I think, I, <coughs> I am so sorry. <coughs> My lungs are um, <coughs> all jacked up. And it's, I'm COVID free. Been tested so many times. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we should have stock in a COVID test company. Totally. So, um, but that idea where true, like the depths of either pain, um, discouragement, where you, you don't have hope. Yeah. Yeah. And in the, in the midst of pain mm -hmm. and in the midst of, of chastening, as we're going to yep. get into it, in the midst of this, the writer says, do not become weary in this. Yeah, it's yeah. it's unto something. Yes. Even even the deepest, darkest pain, mm -hmm. the most life altering pain, you're you're gonna go on a journey that's gonna bring you to something. Yeah. And yeah. and look to Jesus and hit how he endured it. Right. Um, I just gotta make a comment here too that I've just been wrestling with what do we call people to when we call them to Jesus? Yeah. And I feel like some of us <coughs> heard the salvation message that resulted in peace, love, safety, and happiness. Mm -hmm. And and I I think that all of those are fruit yeah. of the work that takes place through salvation unto purification, <coughs> sanctification. But I just feel like w many times we don't, are not taught, mm -hmm. we're not on actually the, the challenging painful seasons mm -hmm. that that a life of a believer will go through and so for me that's why i <coughs> i am so sorry guys this is ridiculous i am so that's why for me this is so um i love this because it, it opens up and helps me understand my life in following jesus yes yes and not only jesus but then also 
I think I an overwhelming sense of pursuit of my my eternal father mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah but let's keep going you have not yet resisted to bloodshed striving against sin <clears throat> and you have not forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons and you have forgotten oops sorry this is powerful uh-huh. I was reading and meditating on this this morning uh-huh. and he goes um, the writer says you have forgotten Mm-hmm. Um, what it means to be a child, what it means to be a son. Mm-hmm. And then he's quoting, I don't know exactly who he, here he's quoting, but Solomon talks on this, Job speaks on mm-hmm. this. And he, he, there's a quote here, he says, my son, do not despise the Lord's chastening, chastening of the Lord, mm-hmm. nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to even take a pause there and, and let these words sink in. Yeah. Um, you know, because <clears throat> we don't like chastening. It's painful. <coughs> and then we think, because this will touch if you're insecure if you have fear in your life, mm-hmm. if you don't know who you are, mm-hmm. this will touch you in a very deep way. Yeah, for sure. And um, nor be discouraged when you're rebuked. And I remember, you know, I'll never get it right type of experiences coming out of some of my rebukes. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it leaving me in a place of uh, hopelessness, but also just I'm a loser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and the writer is going to great lengths to saying, no, 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 no. Because the next phrase, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Yeah. Flesh that out for us, Pastor Jennifer. Mm, thank, thank you, Dwayne, for the opportunity. <laughs> um, I mean, I just on a personal level, I love this because, um, you know, my parents did the best they could, for sure. They didn't have great examples of parents, um, but there wasn't a lot of discipline in my home. There wasn't a lot of instruction. It was, and maybe there weren't books written or whatever, but there wasn't a lot of intentional investment and calling, you know, us forth and instructing us on appropriate behavior. It was more like we were just clustered in a home together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I, I knew I had friends who had parents that were definitely investing in them, calling them out on stuff. Don't act like that. That's not how you behave. Correct. This is yeah. the, the Smiths aren't those people. The mm-hmm. Smiths are these people, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of communication that added value and instruction and you knew where you came from and you knew where you belonged. So this to me is so beautiful in that the lord takes the time he's not too tired to discipline he's not too tired to invest he's not overwhelmed with over seven billion people on the planet right to stop and go hey jennifer you're better than that because of what i did for you mm-hmm. stop yeah peace be still yeah quit acting like you're fatherless you're not you know what i mean totally. and so the different times that the Lord has convicted me. I mean, he's convicted me just in my inner man. Like all of a sudden I go, ooh, that wasn't okay. In a dream. He's come to me in a dream and corrected me. Mm -hmm. And different things. And every time I feel loved. 
every time I feel like a legitimate child, that God took the time to make an investment in me because he loves me. Mm. And I love that. Totally. So I want to receive chastening. I want to receive discipline because I am a legitimate child and a good father does that for their children. Yeah, I mean, the reason, even part of the reason why we're speaking from this right now is it's, I mean, you know, it, it's it's odd. I'm, I'm 52. Yeah, you are. And um, I am being corrected by the Lord. Yeah. And your wife. <clears throat> More than the Lord. <laughs> We go over the chart every day. <laughs> totally. Okay, you, no gold star today. <laughs> so um, there's a part of, you know, as an adult, you're kind of supposed to expect it, understood to have it together. Yeah. And so the idea that even now... I don't know when that magic number is, but by 52, you think, hey, I should have it all going on now. And the Lord who looks into the hearts of man's, yeah, of the hearts of men, he's going, Dwayne you still have a ways to go to look like my son. Yeah. And so I'm going to go deeper. And right. I'm going to allow life's challenges to chasten, discipline, and correct. So if you endure chastening, mm -hmm. God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which you have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Mm -hmm. and, and so one way of reading this is, if you are a committed follower of Jesus and you have been adopted into the family of God, you belong, you're legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you need to understand that within our Father's family, um, our Father is committed to us looking like His Son. Mm -hmm. And so because of love, because of our position as children, we are going to be corrected. Yeah. And <coughs> if you're not being corrected, you're illegitimate. You're right. just left to your own device, your own pursuit. And this is like mind blowing to me. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it, as you know, this is hitting me very deeply. I mean, both of us in this season. Yeah, where we're feeling, I mean, the, the, the foundational crack I have currently that the Lord is healing is that I'm an imposter and not a legitimate child uh -huh. that I, and I'm just, I'm, he's highlighting that how, how quickly I slip into feeling like I'm on the B team, uh -huh. how quickly I slip into, I am not legitimate. I'm, I'm going to be found out. And I thought I was over that stuff. And he's highlighting it at a deeper level. And I'm going, okay, let's go there. I mean, it's just, you guys, um, 2020 for both of us was a very disruptive year. and As it was for the globe. But yeah, for sure, like COVID and everything. But even at that, <coughs> even at that, we took an opportunity. Just the Lord has disrupted our lives. And for both Jennifer and I, I mean, both of us in some ways feel like we're in a personal revival. Uh -huh. Like, you know, God has gone to another place in our lives yeah. in, in actually solidifying our lives in truth. Yes. And for me, um, you know, maybe even on another podcast, we can even talk about some of what, you know, it's up to you because <clears throat> you're often closed and hate t talking about yourself. But <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. 
But um, this this legitimate place in the heart of the Father, mm-hmm. we have to know that at 52, at 57, and at 63, the Lord's going to come to me and say, Dwayne, there's more. There's more. Yeah. There's more. Those, you know, I learned this from Mike Bickle, those unperceived areas in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. perceive them, but God does. And yeah. he's going to come in and he's going to continue go furthermore let's keep going we have human fathers who corrected us and we paid them with (coughs) them with respect Mm -hmm. shall we not much more readily be in sub subjection to the father of spirits and live Mm -hmm. um you know the that place of of correction you know and so this gets a little touchy the writer here where he talks about our human fathers, because mm-hmm. um, some of us had some lousy fathers. Sure. And so it, that this verse can can sometimes be disruptive to us, because if you had a father that was a, a jerk, this is this is challenging. It, it takes a bit to not project onto the father your earthly father's right. character and yeah. nature. Yeah. And so the, 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 that's challenging. But there. Um, to a to a father that is is kind but yet committed mm-hmm. to a child mm-hmm. it within the heart of the child you see this actually um this place of respect yeah okay you you hold a position and a title in my life and where i i actually revere what you say <laughs> I respect and so how much more yes. should we come to our father in heaven mm-hmm. the father that is so kind the father that is so gentle but yet so committed yeah and how do we come with him and, and, and subject our lives under him for the indeed verse 10 for they indeed for they indeed for a few days chastened as and seemed best to them Mm-hmm. But he for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we subjected ourselves to, for discipline under our fathers and they did the best they did. But he for our profit um, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's that it's that journey of sanctification unto looking like Christ. Uh-huh. And. <clears throat> You know, he who began the author and finisher of our faith. Mm-hmm. And so whether you like it or not, you're on a journey where you are, where the father is wanting to finish the work in your life. Right. So that you will be, ho- that the sanctification, that journey of holiness yep. will be produced in you. I love that. And so it's a journey. Yeah. Endurance is needed. Yeah. But there's a legitimizing that yes. takes place that you need to actually feel comfort. My father is maturing me. Mm-hmm. My father's committed to me looking mm-hmm. like Jesus. And so he's going to discipline. He's going to chasten me. Yeah. This next verse is a mind blower to me. Yeah. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, mm-hmm. but painful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, even some of you are listening to this. There's pain in your life. Um, wounds from people, friends, <coughs> whatever. But there's pain in your life. And it seems no chastening is enjoyable, but it's painful. Next phrase, nevertheless, afterward, 
it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. That's amazing. <coughs> I love that. I mean, it's, I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. And so um, the, the chastening of the Lord to those that are alert, mm -hmm. to those that are seeking maturity, wisdom, the idea that I actually want to grow as a person yeah. before God and before men, it, to those who have been trained by it. Yeah. And so this gives you a very different picture mm -hmm. as to trials and tests. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, <coughs> I apologize, I'm so sorry. Um, very different picture. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, it yields peaceable fruit of righteousness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you're, being, if you're being disciplined by the Lord, it's correcting, mm -hmm. it's correction. Mm -hmm. And from correction, you know how to walk right. Yeah. And I don't understand this. Um, so Jennifer, well, let me say it this way. <coughs> I'm, going, <coughs> I'm going to counseling right now. Yeah. And I'm... Mainly with me. <laughs> you get a week free. <laughs> so, <coughs> so we're both going to counseling right now. And actually, um, I had a, a sesh yesterday. And, um, and so I asked her, I said, um, so does it make sense that God revealed... <coughs> <coughs> Does it make sense that God um, allows chastening pain and then it causes me to slow down and to deal with the pain and in that process I find out deeper de deeper depths that actually need restoration? Uh -huh. And she goes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so even in the chastening discipline process, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it has caused me in a season to slow down and to... to, to reflect yes. on my life and yes. reflect on some of my journey and in that I have a deeper level of, of that God has gone with me in this season mm -hmm. and I am already seeing a, a massive and I don't want to underestimate a massive shift in my fruit of righteousness yeah I, I feel I <coughs> yeah at a whole nother level I'm set free yeah can you talk while I deal with my yeah. hacking well I think <coughs> so many times there's there's speed bumps in our journey and we're rebuking those speed bumps and we're saying you get out of my way you mountain of adversity and all this stuff but the Lord is the speed bump and he's trying to get us to to sit down for a minute, to reflect, to slow down. A speed bump is there to create a pause, yeah. to stop pressing the gas so hard. Yeah. Um, now, I, I'm not trying to attribute uh, evil character traits to the Lord. That's not my point here, because some things need to be rebuked and not received and not you know, Absolutely. yielded to. Absolutely. So that's not there what is, I'm talking about. There, yes. I'm talking about when the Lord is in the process and you're running 100 million miles an hour and he's going, hold on, slow down, let's reflect, let's, let's be together. And I, I, I keep thinking about, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Mm -hmm. Like for me, that's, I mean, I, I don't know if I've shared that story or not where someone accidentally gave me a prophetic word. Yeah. And I said, I am bored to death. I, there's not enough going on. He was especially coming out of Brazil, we were, fast and furious and a totally. lot going on and there was all in our base there was tons of activity and it just felt like there was so much synergy and life and da, 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 da. and then 
we get into a context here and it's just much, much, much slower. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel useful and yeah. all of that. And, and so I said to someone, I'm just bored. And he goes, oh, you mean so the Lord's making you lie down in green pastures? Wow. And then it, it kind of pierced my heart in a good way. And that night, I dreamt that phrase all night long. The Lord makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And I realized, wow, that's what he's doing. Uh -huh. And so there are those moments when he's, what he's chastening us he's disciplining us he's slowing us down because he wants to do a deep work Amen. and he wants to restore broken bits Hallelujah. and he wants our thoughts to be focused on truth instead of the autopilot that we've been going on mm -hmm. where we don't even have a minute to stop and reflect are those thoughts godly mm -hmm. that I'm mm -hmm. that I'm believing? Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. That's the opposite of who God is. Mm -hmm. And then you have to take those thoughts captive. I don't think you can do that when you're running really, really, really fast. And I, I mean, I see throughout the Bible, the Lord always wanted them to stop and remember. And even in, in the Jewish um, uh, faith, there's tons of feasts and festivals all about remembering, mm -hmm. all about pausing. Totally, totally, totally. And that is built into what God wants in the fabric of who we are to stop, pause, reflect, remember, show gratitude, be healed, and then press in. Well, even in the context of <clears throat> the Sabbath and all of those reflective things. Yeah. And that the Lord wants us to reflect and, and go deep. And mm -hmm. especially for me in testing seasons, yeah. challenging seasons, um, where God is, has allowed chastening and discipline and correction, I have found reflection to be very, very helpful. Yeah. You know, 2020 for me, there was a, you know, quarantine, stuck at home, all those things. There was a tremendous amount of reflection. Mm -hmm. um, let me just, Jennifer, what... Give us some definitions, some practical, I mean, real tr life experiences of just what is chastening look like? So, cha the, you know, um, there's several chastening, correction, discipline, rebuking. Mm -hmm. And so how does God allow you do that? Mm -hmm. Does my question make sense? It does. Um, like I'm thinking like um, Job, I'm thinking relationships, pain. Mm -hmm. God's mm -hmm. incredible, but go ahead. Right. I think there's multiple answers to that question and so i'll give some and you give some thoughts um chasing to me is also you could substitute the word pruning mm -hmm. um we see that in john 15 everything that bears fruit huh he cuts it off it doesn't bear fruit he cuts it off i mean it's just like wow everyone gets cut um there's aspects of of just let me correct that though yeah. i mean just not correct it but like it's unto more fruit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. even those things, those things it's that are... It's not just morbid cutting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's <clears throat> to produce a harvest of righteousness. Yes. Um, so chastening is correction to produce righteousness in your life. Yeah. And so sometimes the chastening of the Lord comes through the hand of a boss. You know... Um, Mistreatment, you mean. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I don't believe that God... You know, it's like, ooh, let's try to think of a way to cause them pain and trip them up. Well, 
But looking at Job, it's disruptive. Well, yeah, yeah. That Job's another another level. Um, but even well, oh, let's go there for a minute. Even that, it was the Lord was bragging about Job. Well, Job's the one that said, "My father's correcting me." Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But you know, it was it was God who went, "Hey, Satan, have you have you noticed? Have you considered Job? my servant? Have yeah. you considered my servant? Yeah." And so. God put a bullseye yeah. to the activity of Satan on on Job. Yeah. And that's disruptive. Oh, that's me. so not American Christianity. <clears throat> we, you know, we don't have a grid for that we at don't. all. We don't. But, you know, Job understood my, in this process, I believe it's in Job 5, he understood that the Father loves me. Yeah. And he's he's allowing Satan to come near and touch me mm-hmm. so that I can grow and mature. Yeah. You know, Peter. Yeah. Sifted sift, like wheat. Sifted. And so the you know, that 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 very, very painful experience of him rejecting Jesus mm-hmm. and having to walk through the pain of what he had done. Um you know, so that's where I'm just saying discipline, chastening, rebuking, refining, pruning. They come, God in his ability to lead us, it, it comes in all different forms and fashions. It, all different forms and fashions. So it's your boss. Yeah. It's your mom. It's your husband. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Never has that happened. Um, I circumstances. Mean, circumstances, finances, trials, all of these things, the Lord allows, you know, consider he, he all uses. joy to fall in you. You come into these things. And it's and it checks you. It it disrupts you. He is the ultimate recycler. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's just keep going here because uh, we hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> I'm listening, babe. Hope you haven't fallen asleep. Okay, these v- next verses have been um, in this last season a a path for Jennifer and I. Yeah, and it, they're profound. Yeah. So therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down. And the feeble knees, and so, um, in this season of correction, in the season, you know, um, there also is this place where you you want to find strength. <clears throat> and so, you know, we've done a couple of podcasts now, and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you know, one of the main ways that I am in such a good place right now is because Jennifer and I have been reading and praying the Bible together yeah. in this season. And so, you know, we did the, we've done a couple podcasts now on just praying. Strengthening yourself um, in the Lord. Yeah, so reading a verse, praying it, reading a verse, praying it. Mm-hmm. And we do that as a couple. And I have felt a a true strengthening, um, encouragement, refreshing focus, understanding what's happening understanding God it's been mm-hmm. powerful mm-hmm. And, and in addition to that the the word of God is living and active mm-hmm. and it it's amazing <coughs> like you we can read through a passage and we may do the same passage the next day and yes. you go was that verse there yesterday it's like all of a sudden you hit a new aspect and a new angle and revelation is on the word and the eyes of your heart get opened and you see something in a new way and it's just amazing mm-hmm. how you can read the same passage a hundred times in a row and get something deeper out of it 
Yeah, it's amazing. It's not flat. It's no. not a one-dimensional read. And that's where, for us, I think um, we have, I mean, I have been confronted, rebuked, and chastened by the Lord in this season. <clears throat> but I've also been so encouraged by spiritual truths oh, in this yeah. season. I feel Just like strengthened. But but look at this next verse. And make straight the path for your the paths for your feet. Mm-hmm. So that what is lame may be may not be dislocated mm-hmm. but healed. Yeah. And so this is in the context of the chastening of the Lord. And so this is now He's kind of transitioned, I think, a little bit mm-hmm. in his um, in his teaching in his writings here, but he's saying, "Listen, I think you know w- how I've been reading this is that the chastening of the Lord, it is it is about my you know you can be trained by it. It mm-hmm. is about my complete healing and restoration also. Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm saying, <coughs> you know, I've said to my friends." In this season, um, I have been, my life's been disrupted. Yeah. And we'll probably talk maybe in the future even about some of the circumstances that have disrupted us, but my life's been disrupted in this season and, and, and in it, um, where I am lame using verse 13, it has been exposed. Yeah. And, and so it says that you may not be dislocated, but rather healed. And so I need to do a little bit more study on exactly mm-hmm. um, the terminology there. And I think I'll get more on it. But when you're dislocated, you're not in proper alignment. Right. You're not, you're definitely not, you're broken. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've dislocated my thumb and it stuck out the wrong way. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, it's very painful. And so... You know, I think but one, it can be put back. One one way of looking that is is a, a deeper healing in your soul, so your mind and your will and mm-hmm. your emotions. And mm-hmm. so, in a season of disruption, I think it's an opportunity not to sit in because down two more verses it says, "Hey, pay attention that you don't get in bitterness." So we don't want to go into bitterness. We want to use pain as an opportunity for the Lord to go, ouch, that hurts. Is something, is something lame here? Yeah. Do I have wrong? Do I have hurt here? Do I have pain here? Uh huh. Come and bring healing so that I'm not dislocated. Right. And this is, um, I just want us to hone in here. There is pain that has been brought forth by man, by whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, in this season of disruption, it's an opportunity actually to come out with great strength yeah. because you've been healed. Yes. And I just want to encourage those that are listening. In yeah. a, in, you know, if you're listening on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast, this is a, <clears throat> I, this is just massive to me right now because I feel like I am being healed. Yeah. And I'm talking, you know, my childhood the Lord has taken me back to even in my childhood and how I was not formed and fashioned correctly. Uh-huh. And my parents, they loved me. They, you know, whatever, you know, <coughs> no disrespect at all. No, <coughs> human beings are imperfect. Hurt. We hurt people. Yeah. I, I've hurt my own kids. Yeah. And so, but I feel a greater legitimacy before my father than I ever have. Yeah. I feel my identity 
is mm-hmm. stronger than it's ever been. Yeah. And I, I feel a personal revival has taken yeah. place in my life. Yeah. God's confronted me yeah. on some wrong thinking. He's chastened me. He's mm-hmm. used people to do that. He's used circumstances to do that. And in this season, mm-hmm. I feel like that place where I was lame, Yeah, he's, he's bringing healing. Right. And by the spirit <coughs> of adoption, you cry, Abba, Father. Oof, amen. Which is beautiful, isn't it's it? beautiful. To be adopted by God. Yes. Like fully seen, fully chosen. It wasn't to chance. Yes. You know, like yeah. this is the one I want. Absolutely. I choose this one. It's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, I love this. It's good, Dwayne. Really good. Yeah, and and so if if you are in a particular, you know, season where the, where you are, you know, first of all, if you're in pain, you know, if you're in a if you're struggling, mm-hmm. if you're if you're wrestling, mm-hmm. um, don't come to wrong conclusions about yourself. Um, I think actually rest the wrestle the pain what mm-hmm. we've been talking about mm-hmm. it actually is going to legitimize who you are yep it'll it'll strengthen you in your identity before the father mm-hmm. and I want to tell you you are a child of the living God mm-hmm. God purchased you he wanted you mm-hmm. and Jesus um, endured the cross with your name on his heart yeah and that that value that it brings and then his journey to make you to look like his son it's powerful and beautiful mm-hmm. and and um a lot of times i'm not doing good thus i am bad thus i am i'm a loser thus i am less less than mm-hmm. and i'm going no way mm-hmm. it's actually you have value and so god is coming and he's drawing near and he's bringing you onto something very beautiful. And he's the great high priest who's sympathetic. Amen. I mean, there's there's empathy <clears throat> because Jesus lived the life that we're living. Yeah. Like he knows what we're feeling and experiencing. So he's empathetic. He's sympathetic. He understands what we're going through. We have an advocate. Mm-hmm. We have a helper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, and even just to sit with God in the place of pain that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like cry for a minute yeah. with God. Let oh him gosh. in. Yes. It, it's he. He wants. He. You know. I think of he. He really is standing at the door knocking. Like, can I come into those places you don't want me to go into? You know. Can I really have your whole heart? Yes. And I think often our hearts are broken and fragmented, and the Lord is going. The only way I can come and heal that is if you voluntarily let me come in. Amen. And there's something beautiful there to not be rejected in the place of exposure. Mm-hmm. And he wants to cover us in that place. And it's good. It's beautiful. And I think that, I don't know, for me, the, the you know, if you are in a season just where you're pain, you know, I just have had this visual picture as Jennifer and I have been just spending time in prayer. And it's just almost every time I go to pray, it's just of a wound and I've had, as a kid, I was constantly having wounds. And there was a part of me where I sometimes, when it got infected, I would love to put hydrogen peroxide on it. Because <laughs> you see it happening. The but bubbles. You also, but yeah. you see the bubbles and the reaction, but you also even feel it. It, it, sting, yeah. it stings a little bit. Yep. But it's also that, ooh, this is going to heal. Yeah. And I just had this visual picture of the Lord just washing my wounds. Yeah. And some of those places where I've been lame and he's just, he's cleaning the wound. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and in that when it's clean and then it heals properly. Yeah. And um and so and and, <coughs> and I think where you've been healed, you have authority to heal. Absolutely. And I you know, there's a I believe there'll come a point in your life where you will show people your scars mm-hmm. and you'll you'll tell the story of what the how the Lord healed you. And it will be a powerful testimony. And and that scar will be a memorial of his presence and grace and not a disfiguring to hide. Right. And I I don't know. There's something beautiful in that, I think. I, there's hope absolutely. in this process of being you know, um, having the lame things being healed and the Lord putting us on straight, a straight path. It's good. Amen. Well, thanks guys so much for listening. Hope this was helpful. um, Helps you just understand uh, another aspect of our journey before the Lord. Any closing thoughts, Miss Jennifer? No, just excited that you're uh, with us on this journey. Absolutely, man. So thanks so much. And uh, like, um, describe, (laughs) click the bell. I know that's one of them. Leave a comment. We're uh, really good at this, aren't we, Dwayne? <laughs> good self-promoters. We're yes. so good at this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Until <laughs> next time. Ciao. <laughs>